Hello and welcome to the Manic Podcast. It's the 2021 Valentine's Special. My name is Liam and sitting opposite me through the powers of the internet is the ever-lovey, ever-dovey, it's Tobias. I am ever-lovey-dovey. He is lovey and he's equally dovey. I'm all about the birds. It's all about the birds. (laughs) (laughs) All about the birds. I'm all about the birds, mate. (laughs) Welcome back to the misogynistic podcast. That's not how I meant it. It's like it's like vegan gate all over again. Oh no, let's not get into vegan. That's what we did our our, um, Valentine's Day episode about. (laughs) All the vegans. (laughs) But but if we're doing stuff about things we love, I love meat. (laughs) I do. I also love meat. Yeah. I can tell you how I know Tobias loves meat. He's stuffing it as we speak. Oh, I am stuffing my face with some sandwich meat. You thought I was going to go crude. I did think that. I was just talking about the sliced meat you have in front of you, Tobias. How dare you think my mind's in the gutter? Not at the moment. (laughs) Not at the moment. I was going to say it's too early. I was going to say it's too early, but it's really actually not. It's not. We're recording this at gone 11 o'clock at night, people. So that's for a half nine start. That's my true. That's my fault. That, that was your fault. It's my fault. And then this we time. talked, and then I got drinks, and then I had to wee. Ah, oh, more curse. than once. Yeah, yeah. Because you are an old man. I, I am an old man. We won't go into the ages. Um, no, we won't. But... <laughs> so it is the Valentine's Day special. Special. Ooh. Ah. Question is to bias. Are you ready? Are you ready for love? I am always ready for love. I am always. My heart is open to receive. It sounded a little bit too much like a threat. <laughs> I'm ready for love, all I'm, right? At the point of this episode, we've got over a week until Valentine's, but kind of this is the lead up to Valentine's, so you can get into the lovey-dovey mood as we go. This is your this is your warm-up for Valentine's. Yeah, this is, I mean, do you need a warm-up for Valentine's? I feel like you need to at least limber up, like do some stretches, a bit of cardio. Yeah, I mean, it's not... Valentine's isn't the same as Christmas. People like spend fascinated. This is something, right? Christmas has always been a thing of you spend all of December getting ready for Christmas. And actually yeah. it's become a thing, not for me personally, but for you, definitely. Halloween, you spend all of October leading up to Halloween. But people don't lead up to Valentine's. No, it, because it's it is equally expensive generally. You spend you do tend you can't spend a lot of dollar on it. It's just about, yeah, you can. Yeah. And also, people have a tendency to propose. Uh, they do. And that makes cliche. it even more expensive. That's very cliche, isn't it? <laughs> well, you don't know how many of our listeners. You can't just say that's cliche. Hey, cliches aren't always bad. I used it in the intro to one of our film episodes as a good thing. That's, that's true. <laughs> and if you didn't oh. listen to that episode, you need to listen to it to see if I'm telling the truth or not. Listen to all of them. Listen to all of them. Listen all to... of them. Not just the cliches. That's true. The, so Tobias, the, there's several. Yeah. How are we celebrating the day of love this year? Oh, we're going to talk about something that we both love. Meat. <laughs> We've covered it. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. We both like. Hang on. Wait. Are you asking me what we're doing on the podcast? Or actually, the day? Because yeah. that's unfair. Because you know I'm single. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to bring the podcast down. That was a genuine <laughs> question about the pre-arranged segment we're doing. <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> Your mind didn't go. We're recording the podcast. He's asking me about the podcast. You went. He's trying to make me cry. <laughs> I is, guess if you want, I probably know the bus. You. You sometimes just come out of nowhere and ask me a question on a podcast that I'm not prepared for. That's true. 
that could have been it, and it was the harshest <laughs> one you could have done. <laughs> Something that harsh on purpose, not without not thinking. Yeah. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Something that both myself and Liam love is the MCU. We talk about it a lot. And today, we are going to go through and rank and rate. Yeah, I said that I had to make sure. I can't always say my R's, and I'll be very careful there. (laughs) (laughs) Right, we are going to... I can't do it again. Rank and rate... (laughs) You, it's, listen, you don't know how hard that is for Tobias. It really is difficult. Um, for different reasons. We are going to put all the couples of the MCU in an order that we like them. We are actually going to deal with them as they come into the MCU, but we are giving them a score individually. And at the end, the top four will be in a poll on Twitter, I presume. You can have your say. Yeah, you can choose who you think are the best couple, but only out of the top four that we're going to give can't you. Think, have, knowing the list we're working from, yes. we're going to be super different. Yeah, we could. We could. I think there might be one or two that I've rated differently to you, like severely different. But I would have thought surely some of the, the key ones are going to be pretty, pretty. I would say so. But uh, we, we do tend to go different on things. So it, it could end up. What true. I'm worried is that we'll end up with a tie. And I'm like, oh, we've got five things and we've now got to lose one. Well, the the one that's just in fifth place will have to go, won't it? Yeah, but we won't know if there's a tie. Oh. <laughs> that's that's how a tie works. <laughs> we don't know. Oh. So we, we will actually have to be adults and decide. <laughs> yeah, we'll choose the one that we personally prefer out of those. Yeah. I just moved my foot and yanked my earphone out my ear <laughs> quite, quite rudely and roughly. <laughs> Who needs an earlobe? It's all good. Set. That's Do it. you want to? I mean, we've got our normal segments as well. Well, I'm I'm trying to th- figure out and gauge how much time this will take if it's going to need to be spread out across everything. I wish you do a normal segment first and use this as like the filling of the sandwich. Well, put it this way: though we are actually rating eighteen, no, we're eight, we're rating thirteen, but I've got eighteen. Yes. Uh, you you had to turn your mic off because you were having a sneezing fit. I had you? a little sneeze. A little <laughs> sneeze. Um, um, yes. So we've got eighteen people that we're going to have a little discussion about. Okay. Is that going to? I mean, we've got three segments as always. Yeah. So. Well, shall we start off with one of our normal segments? Oh, sorry, then... straight into a segment. I think, I think we should start off with breaking up the lists. All right, no, cool. I think we should start off with, and I'm going to do something for you. Cool. Because <laughs> we can, because that one's generally a shorter segment. Generally, right. so we are going to do a segment which is character battle. So this season we have been going through villains from genre Ventura. I can't say. It. I'll say that again. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> we have been this this season. We have been going through villains from genre franchises. Oh, that's what you're trying to say. Yes. But I decided to not say it in English. (laughs) I had a note on our last episode. Right. On our last episode, Count Dracula came up against Predator. Yeah. And I've had someone who, a friend of mine who just found out this is the podcast religiously, talk to me about that that, and remind me that at no point in the argument of who would win did did we use the phrase or even consider the fact that if it was in the daytime, Predator would have won by guarantee. No, we didn't even consider that daytime would be a factor in that. Because 
In Bram Stoker's Dracula, Dracula can go out in the day, I think. Can he? I'm sure he can. I'm sure he appears in the daytime. He wears special like red glasses. The problem is, we've been saying that like the general character. We have. But sometimes I mean, I can... my reasoning for it is us not considering it was that we're kind of working on the unspoken rule that this is an agreed arranged fight. Yes. So, so it would have to be at where it is the fairest fight. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it does surprise me that we didn't even think to mention that sunlight might be an element there. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on to this week. Right. Hey, go and pick something out of your little mug. I've got a little mug with my mug on it. Mug, your mug on your it's mug. Mug, mug, right. Mug, I've mug. I've got Muggle. one in my hand. Do you want me to open mine first or do you want to open yours first? Hang on. I'm going to pick one out. I've just undone an elastic band. Because I didn't want to do one. Right. Shuffly, shuffly. I've got mine. Cool. Rick, yes, yours. Go on. Right, it? so yes. my one for this week, because we can do that now. Yes. Is Darth Vader? Oh, and yeah, my mine is Darth Vader. <laughs> Yours is Darth Vader, and mine is the T one thousand from Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Someone who's part robot, and someone that is just a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, but liquid metal. Robot. Liquid metal robot. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Well, right. we'll go elephant in the room. He's got the force. Yours has got the force. Uh, but would that work on something which isn't actually... Well, you can move anything with the force. But the thing is, if you crush him, he'll just reform. Yeah. You can't force choke him. That's not going to work. Now, we've never really talked about this element. The arena that this is taking place in. What's it like? Is there, like, obstacles? Or is it just an empty big arena? I'm... You because... know what? I've never thought. It's like the danger room in X Men. I don't know. It's just a room, and yeah, because like, <laughs> if there are obstacles that you could throw them into, or is it just a fight between them? Because like, you look at actual Terminator. A lot of the time, they melt them in something really hot. Yes, but Darth Vader also basically got melted in something very hot. <laughs> but if I'm not a fan, I'll be honest about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, Darth Vader has the Force. He's got a lightsaber. True. But. How much damage is a lightsaber going to do to a liquid metal guy? Well, the thing is, if he, like, chopped him in half and chopped the top half from the bottom half, does that form two? No, because you wouldn't chop him. That's it. You wouldn't chop him. The only way you can chop him is to freeze him and shatter him, because that's what they do in the film. But that's not something that Darth Vader can do. Although, what is the temperature of his... Of the lightsaber, because would the temperature come into it? If he could, oh. where is like the processing of of the Terminator? Where is the like mind based? That it has to exist somewhere within it, like not necessarily a chip that controls them. But do you know what I mean? It I is a robot. That, you've seen Terminator Two. I have. Right. He gets shot in the face. He gets shot in the head. Proper holes. Yeah. Right. Uh, he gets beaten, but he, he's like frozen, isn't he? That's how he kind of shatters yeah, apart. This is true. He this is actually true. isn't his downfall, particularly. Actually, actually that one isn't until like later, is it? Like the actual he, ultimate, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like, I mean, it's not heat, it's the fact that there's a lot of like lava and stuff going on, whereas yeah. actually. Darth Vader's not going to have that. And, and the thing we is, can't... if there is a lot of lava around, we know that Vader's going to be distracted because he's going to be like, oh, flashbacks. Well, to be honest, I don't think either character's going to go, yeah, let's have a lava pit. <laughs> <laughs> lava fight. The floor's yeah, lava. Because then either of us could die. 
Yeah. The thing is, like, fight-wise, I imagine he could still lift him with the force if you or like push him back and stuff. But that's only gonna hold him off for so long. Surely he's just gonna work his way closer. Yeah. I Yeah. You know what? I'm this is gonna upset a lot of Star Wars fans. I don't see a way that Darth Vader's actually gonna beat the the T one thousand. All the T one thousand's really gotta do is knock the helmet off. Well he's gotta do more than that, I think. But I think that's a good start. And actually it uh, won't be that hard for the him. The thing is Darth Vader is hardly immortal. No, he's not. Uh, I mean, he's already—he's basically a cyborg, but he's the healthy part of him is easy to kill. Actually, all all the, the Terminator's got to do is aim for the console on his chest because that's what controls his breathing apparatus. Yeah, yeah, really. He's basically got an off switch. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is going to be closer towards the, the the Terminator, but I think it would be a fight in the sense of. Vader would be using his force a lot to kind of hold him back, uh, like lift him up, throw him around. But I think at the end of it, he's just going to be liquid metal and be like, bam, done. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, wow. yeah, because Darth Vader in the fight one on one situation isn't going to be able to beat him like they do in the film. No, no. That's so true. I yeah. You know what? We're going to really I know who our listeners are. <laughs> <laughs> and I I. Don't think they're going to be happy with the result, but I'm saying T1000's got this. I think that's a fair one because there, there's no logic to it, him winning, because, yes, as I said, the force, all the force is going to do at this point is move the Terminator around. Yeah. It's not like you can lift him really high and drop him and it'll kill him because he'll just reform. Yeah. If he do, and if he does manage to get the lightsaber through, then he'll just reform around it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. you could argue the most that Darth Vader could do is using his force to separate some of it. In I suppose yeah, if he separate, like if he holds him in, in place so he can't move, like probably, and then not... try to separate the like, head from the bottom, maybe because maybe when it's as a solid, if you separate, maybe if you separate the head, that's where like the processing no, is. He maybe. calls himself. No, you really yeah. want there to be a processor thing, but well, I'm, I'm just trying to think if there's something we're not thinking of, but there isn't. I think there is a Terminator. Yeah. So, please, disregard or discard your Darth Vader bit of paper. I've already disregarded it. I'm, I'm throwing my backup pieces away as well. Just in case you lose your mug or something. <laughs> <Hope Today. not. laughs> yes, so, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of uh, today's... The winner of today's uh, character battle is the T-1000, and thus concludes today's character battle. Oh, that was good. I like that one. Use that at the beginning if you want. Oh, I might. <laughs> I might. I give you permission. Okay, so Valentine's Day. Lots of love in the air. Love is in the air. See you. Shall we crack straight on? Oh, yes. Right. Well, it's very obvious. The very first couple that we meet in the MCU. Obviously, before you name them, I think yeah. it's important to kind of explain what we went down the ruling of it. Because I, I asked you, like, what we're basing this on? Are we just basing it on, like, their initial, like... Is it like proper love? Is it true love? Do you know, or like, is it like extent of relationship? I think yeah. it's just generally our personal opinion towards the characters and that relationship, isn't it? We're not necessarily saying, well, do they last? What's this? It's our personal opinions, yeah. Well, you can factor things in. You can factor yeah, in like, anything you like, have. really. Um, but I mean, what I meant is, of... we're not we're not solely basing it on like actual quality of relationship yeah. or well, if you want to, whatever you want to do. I'll try to take a general look with certain dominant factors. Well, we, we will see how we've done it. 
Yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to give a rating and I'm going to give a rating. Yeah, this is where we find out, despite the fact I've told you I've done it the right way, we find out I've done it very wrong. <laughs> it's a, it is a possibility, but I, I don't see that's going to be the case. <laughs> it might be the case, but we don't know. <laughs> uh, I've got to work out what I've done. Uh-huh, no, that's not it. I'll work that out. <laughs> uh, right, cool. So, the first couple, and we meet them both in the very first film of the MCU, we meet them in Iron Man, and that is because it's Tony Stark and Pepper Potts. Indeed, it is. The first gentleman and first lady of the MCU. Really? Uh, right. So, the thing about Tony and Pepper is, initially, they're not a couple. No. She works for him. And he's actually not that nice, is he? Because No, actually, really, he's a terrible boss. Yes. <laughs> a terrib terrible boss. Um, she has to... Well, as she puts, deal with his trash, put out the trash, which in this case is a lady, <laughs> you know, uh, and there seems to be a lot of that. Um, but what we have over the course of the MCU is they do become a couple. They actually split up at one point, but that's yeah. mostly off screen. Yeah. Uh, but when they do come back, he proposes. Uh, and then there's a five year time jump. And they get married. And they have a kid. They do indeed. Yeah. Uh, and then, spoiler alert, he dies. <laughs> yeah, he, he dies. Do you know what? But... That's brutal because I saw that yesterday. Yeah. So it's all fresh. It's all fresh. Yeah. Okay. So, so well, as far as the brain goes, I'm going to ask you if you can reveal yours the first. Like, like, first so I see if what your number is in that way, if I've done it right. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, why I've gone with my particular scoring is... Whilst they are not perfect and they have a dodgy start, we do basically see them go from employer and employee to a couple. They do have a happy family life. They do work together once they are together. Um, and they are the first gentleman and first lady of the MCU. So I've given them second place in oh. my rating. Yeah, OK, that makes sense. So very high because I think most people will have them up there. Yeah. OK, right. Well. I've got a similar route of you with my, my logic. I've written the phrase, technically they're a forever couple, but it just gets a bit um, like bumpy at times. I have placed them third. Cool. Because yeah. I've used the phrase, they are a little gimmicky at times. Because they're, 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 their relationship always feels a little bit up in the air. Even like I know once they've got, once they've got Morgan, the daughter, they're pretty much set. Yeah, um, and there's not that much time to enjoy that. Um, <laughs> well, it's like, them. They, they like. Yeah. They oh yeah. Yeah. This life. But I mean, for, for viewer wise, what we get to see of their relationship. Um, yeah. yeah, I said it's a little gimmicky because it does feel a little bit kind of funny at times. But uh, they are a forever couple. There's a reason they are prominent. Yeah. So third, third place indeed. Right. Okay. Uh, that gives them a total of five points. Yeah. Right. So we. That that's good. We want low scores. The 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 four couples with the lowest scores are our top couples, and yeah. they'll be put in their Twitter poll. Uh, so I mean, five. That's I'm gonna guess that they're put. They're gonna be. They're gonna be in the in the poll. Right. The the next couple, though, it's it's a bit of an odd one. This one, but it's gonna I think possibly come up soon. Right. So Bruce Banner. And Betty Ross. Yeah. Now, what's jarring about this is that we've only actually met Betty once. 
Um, but it wasn't the Bruce Banner that we're used to. It was the Edward Norton Bruce Banner, it's as opposed to, to love. <laughs> yeah, but there's also a thing of there's now a comic which actually has Liv Tyler's Betty Ross and Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner in it. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, we don't know if she is coming back. She might come back for the the She Hulk for, uh, TV series. I don't know uh, because obviously, um, what's it called? Abomination. Tim Roth. He's back for it. So we're going to get like the bad guy from that film and Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. That's cool. In together. So they are just basically going. They're, they're trying to make it more part of the, the franchise because it always feels yeah. like it was excluded. But it does make it hard to reference this as a couple. Yeah. They were a couple, but we don't really get to see it that much. Yeah. She's actually in a new relationship in that film. <laughs> uh so what do you think right okay well i before i give you the, the number i'll give you i've written a sentence next to each of them and i'll basically tell you what i've written i've written the phrase the relationship doesn't survive the first film um yeah because it doesn't it, as you said the problem is it is a different actor which makes it feel like a different film yeah. uh, and not related but it's, it is part of the universe but i haven't rated them that highly at all um because it's not a forever as i've already referenced it yeah. at this point that there are other interests in the world and for that reason i've marked this 12th okay um well i've actually rated them higher than that cool but that is because they were actually a couple yeah they were a couple um oddly i mean you shouldn't really consider this but i i'm looking at the whole thing the MCU could have gone a very different way. I think if we'd had more Hulk films, yeah, Betty Ross would have been more part of it. And I think we would have had them as a couple. Um, there is there is sort of... You say there's not a forever love. There, there kind of should be. And that's the thing. There should be a forever love in The there. problem is, like a lot, of, a lot of these, I've had to go... I know what is happens in the comics and i know like yeah. in other like cartoon films and versions these relationships flourish but yeah. like as far as we as far as we've seen this relationship is forgettable i have given it 10 okay so still very low that gives them a total of 22 points and let's be honest they ain't gonna get into the twitter <laughs> no. but i i have given them something because they were actively a couple oh yeah yeah and they I were in love. I and take that not... into consideration. Yeah. My, my issue is it doesn't last beyond the first film. Yeah. And that's kind of important for my rating system. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, next couple. We might have a discussion point here. I don't know how long this bit of discussion is going to go on. It is Thor and Jane Foster. That is true. Now, we have both been quite vocal <laughs> in that we don't really like Jane Foster, a.k.a. Natalie Portman. Yeah. So that does already probably hinder this relationship somewhat. Yeah. But, right, so we've had Natalie Portman in three films now. Yeah. Uh, two, right, the, the first two Thor films. And then she she skipped the, the third film. She's not in that. But then she did pop up in a small amount of uh, Endgame. But yeah. very importantly, she is coming back. She is going to become Thor herself. Yay. Yeah, excited. Not, but hey, excited for the film, just not yeah. her element. Okay, yeah. but well, right, what 
Okay, you do some talking about the couple here. Okay, right. Well, obviously, we've you've said we're very much vocalising. We don't like the character slash actress, so I've 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 not counted that in. I've been fair and just gone for the characters. The sentence I've written is: Why does he like her? She is just the first human girl he meets. Um, for me, <laughs> this feels less like they're falling in love and more like he's imprinted on her, um, like a, like a child animal seeing their mother for the first time, just going, "This is the first human woman I've met. I, I this is love." No, I, I, I actually feel like it's more like infatuation. Um, I, I don't like the character, which I'm not going to allow. I haven't allowed to go into the scoring, but I don't. The fact that they're not to, they're not together when the film starts, and they're not together now. For me, I've marked them eleventh. Okay, right. Uh, I've rated them quite a fair bit higher than that. Fair play. Um, I agree pretty much with everything. I think you come down harsh on it because you've you've not taken into account you not liking. I I feel like you have. <laughs> oh no, it may seem like that at this point, but some of my justifications for the other characters, right, places fairly. Yeah. Uh, for me, they are actually a, despite the fact that they're not together, they are a prominent feature find them as a couple really only two films but then actually they do talk about her in uh, age of ultron she's referenced in a film yeah. she's not in the problem that shows is importance. a lot of those references are about the fact they're no longer together so for me on a conversation of like list the best couples i'd have to drop them down because they're just they're not together and i i think it will come to the point where it would be like if given the opportunity i would hope he's grown enough to go no, I've moved on. I think that might be the case, except for the fact I think because there's another film coming. Yeah. Which so she's come back. He said that he doesn't intend to be finished even after that film. Yeah. We don't know if she, how many films she signed up for. Um, I I do believe in the films that they are together that it's believable. Um, I actually think, if anything. It does make sense for them too. But yes, she is the first human woman. She's, but, but that is almost every single alien film you've ever seen oh, where there's a love interest. They yeah. don't shop around. <laughs> they don't go, yeah. no, I want to experience other humanoid females. <laughs> they yeah. just go, oh, you're the first one I've met. I will now fall in love with you. Uh, so I kind of, I, I kind of basically accept it. I actually think it does work. I don't really want them to get back together, which is why they're not like top three or anything. But I put them basically bang in the middle with seventh. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, because I do believe that he cares about her and I do believe that she cares about him, but it doesn't really work out. That's yeah. Why, yeah. Uh, he could, in the Avengers that she's not in, there's a whole little side bit where they've actually taken her somewhere safe. Yeah, and he because he asked them to do it. so. There are there are mentions. He doesn't simply forget about. And also, oh, no. that's fair. He, even in Ragnarok, he doesn't particularly move on. You know, so yeah, I'm uh, I've I've gone with middle of the ground. That's fair. Uh, which gives the Thor and Jane eighteen points. Okay, which again probably not going to be in the poll. No. Uh, right now, this is just a quick note uh, on a couple who are, we aren't rating. Okay, just because we do get two films of them. How? What are your thoughts about Odin and Frigga? 
Well, the problem is we actually don't really see them function as a couple that often. Um, she stands by her side once or twice, but I'd say they are steadfast because when they're not together, they are constantly talking up the other one. Yes. Odin is very much, your mother is brilliant, respect her, she's wonderful, she's powerful, she she, she deserves her place. And she does the same pretty much. Yeah, um, They are pretty much, a, they are a forever couple, literally. Yes. <laughs> they do you both think, do you think they should have been a couple? Up. Do you think they should have been a couple that we rated? Um, no, because I actually don't think they're they're focal enough to be compared to some of the other names in this yeah, list. They're not the feature. They're but not you know what? Featured, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if Disney Plus went. We're going to do an Odin series uh, to see a younger version. Actually, that would make a lot of sense. If before, it, like nowhere near the Anthony Hopkins, get a different actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before any of like we could see the initial issue with like like the Frost Giants. We could even see Hella, like a younger Hella, where he first locks her away. Yeah, we could actually. That would work. That would be, work pretty. And well. actually, considering that I like I like Asgard, it would be quite nice to see more of that at a pre-Thor world. Well, at the rate that Marvel are announcing their Disney Plus, series, we'll probably get a Hella series. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll right, be a cartoon, that's... and it'll be just in black and white. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Uh, right. <laughs> so, and it'll all be found footage. Because oh, <laughs> they like to go you... weird. No, I can't do it. Actually, no, I'll just mention it. Because our mutual friend Craig sent me a link to something that they're making a new Cloverfield film. Oh, right. But it's not going to be found footage or anything. It's going to be like a proper monster movie. Oh, like, like you'd expect. Basically, said we wish the first one was. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're, cool. they're now making that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, right. So, fifth couple. Okay. Uh, but actually fourth one that we're rating yes is steve rogers and peggy carter okay i'll let you go first on this one right uh on one end it's difficult because they are really only in one film together properly yeah but their connection i think is very real it's a core factor for everything that he does going forward yeah, I will say that before either of us rate this, I have a feeling this will come pretty high up. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think all you need to do is, right, look at the Cap story. Yeah. See, I mean, they do have a very romantic connection. They don't get anywhere in that first film, but they're clearly on the way. Yeah. And then, to her, he dies. Yeah. But, you know, but that's not the case. He gets turned into a popsicle. Uh, uh, but now I don't know have you watched Agent Carter no he's always involved even though the the character isn't there anymore because it takes part but like there's a whole secret storyline with part of his blood which she keeps close to her having not seen Agent Carter yeah that might have affected my score because obviously you've got more like lore Yes. the world and the characters and i haven't i'm going by the films i've seen yeah for me um it, it that's kind of their they're a destined couple in that he actually goes against time travel he yeah. uses time travel and actually changes his own destiny to yeah. be with her yeah that's true uh, and also i love hayley well <laughs> i love hayley i will Atwell. watch agent car at some point it's on yeah. my it's on my it's on disney plus it's something i'm gonna watch um, but yeah, I mean, anything from you? Um, no, reveal your number first, 
And then well, I, th- I think it's going to be obvious which number it is for me. Oh, really? It's my number one. Oh, wow. Okay. Because it is the the big end for Cap. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, the thing is, everything you said, minus the Peggy Carter stuff, is relevant for what I've said. Yeah. The main thing I've written is he travels back in time to live a second life with her. Mm. He, you know, because he, he travels back. He basically lives a whole life with her. Yeah. Yes, they are pretty monumental. They're a big couple, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, it's proper love. You can tell it is. And the entire time that he is in the modern day, he doesn't once look or get with another woman. It's not even glimpsed at, really. He, there's no love interest in, in any of his modern stories. Right, we'll not come properly. back to that. Not, we'll prop- come- not in the yeah, film, yeah. not we'll properly in any of the films. No. Um, so I have, keep in mind, Tony and Pepper were third. Yeah? Yeah. I've rated them fourth. All right. Because there's Fair a long period of time where they, ba- they both say goodbye to the other person. She'll have attended his funeral and he literally stands outside basically as she dies. Yeah. As an old woman. Um, so I've rated them fourth because they are a, an ultimate forever couple, but there's a huge gap where they weren't together. And I am, I am uh, very heavily going on what I've seen in the films. Yeah, no, that, but, that's but fine. If it, I tell you what, if he hadn't travelled back in time to be with her, he'd have been further down on this list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he made a conscious effort. Oh, huge. Well, not yeah. just an effort, but yeah. 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 Um, that puts them on five points, the same as Tony and Pepper. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Already we've got a tie, but that's all right. That's okay. It's we're allowed four ties. It's we don't want five ties. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. Okay, cool. And a tie is fine as long as we can make four out of them. Yeah. Right. The next couple, it's a bit of an odd one. Yeah. But it's uh, Bruce Banner again, his second appearance on the list, and uh, Natalie Romanoff. Yeah, Natasha Love, Natasha. Yeah. It's both Natalie and Natasha. That's why I get confused when I've just written that. Uh, but Black Widow. So. Yes. Okay. What do we think? I've written the phrase never really happens because that's how I feel yes. about this relationship. Um, it This is the equivalent of a will they, won't they. Yes. In the films. And the problem is, the answer is they won't really. If she died. Um, she yeah. died. That's a um, big no. You know. It never really happens. It, you know, you feel like it might do. There's lots of time for them to grow. He's too busy becoming like Professor Hulk, and she's too busy mourning the death of her friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how you did that. Right. But um, no, it, that problem is it doesn't ever really happen, and for that reason, I've rated it tenth. Okay. Um, I mean, I agree. It's there's it's... clearly feelings. There is clearly feelings, and that has to be taken into account. But yes. the fact is, an actual relationship doesn't happen. Not really. No. It's, uh, it's an ongoing thing because it's pointed yeah. out in Age of Ultron that actually she was sent after him to recruit yeah. him in, and was that a purposeful yeah. thing? If this was a question of, if this wasn't relationships, if this was personal bonds, this yeah. would be probably do quite high. But the fact is, you've already mentioned she dies, and I would say that visually, um, <clears throat> pardon me, visually, Hulk deals with it better visually than uh, Hawkeye does. Yeah. So uh, for that reason, it's 10th for me, definitely. Uh, I actually just went one point under and went with 11th. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, cool. But that's so you went 10th. Yeah. That puts them on 21 points, which I mean, they did. They fared better than Bruce and Betty. Yeah. By a point. By a point. <laughs> but you know what? Even though he's got two uh, two chances on this list, Bruce. Bruce ain't getting anywhere on this list. It's not. He's always no. the bridesman. <laughs> right. 
another notable rather than this one isn't as part of what we've rated. Okay, yeah. But it, it actually goes to something we were discussing before about Steve Rogers not having anything in the modern day. So I'm just going to note the potential of Steve and Sharon Carter. Yeah. Because it felt like in The Winter Soldier, she was going to be the modern age love story. Yeah. They could have easily gone that direction with it. But I, I actually like the fact, I think if anything, they've made him more honourable and it makes more sense with his end game or in end game. Yeah. That he's been steadfast and just one woman but for me. You, yeah, but you say that, they do kiss. Oh, a kiss. Yeah, they, they, they do. They, they do <laughs> yeah, kiss, there is a but kiss. But that is kind of an, it's kind of awkward. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's kind of nice that they do. I, I like the scene more for how Falcon and Winter Soldier behave in that same scene. Uh, she is, I mean, this doesn't help with them, but she is going to be in the Falcon and Winter Soldier TV series. Um, the thing yeah, about man. her, had they used her more to the comics in Civil War, in the comics, she's the one who kills Captain America because she's been hip- because she's been hypnotized. Okay, right. It's not a straightforward shooter. Yeah, I mean, they had the potential for her to become a proper love interest, but yeah. this is this is beyond and never really happens. <laughs> I. I reckon that if if Chris Evans wasn't Lee hadn't Step if like, if Endgame wasn't going to be his last one yeah oh I there, reckon there could be future with it yeah yes in fact I reckon Sharon Carter would and they pretty much already said because she wasn't the actress wasn't even uh, Emily Van Camp wasn't even asked to be in the film right and the writers have actually said it's because they couldn't put Sharon Carter in and then have the peggy carter ending that nah, makes no sense yeah makes so they kind of had to for a film ignore her yeah that makes sense yeah. uh because they did discuss having her in it but they they thought yeah. it's an unnecessary complication in a very big film already yeah but it's kind of in a way i would have i like emily van camp i like sharon carter i'm looking forward to seeing her more i wonder if they'll do something and they'll put her with like bucky or something you know give her a new link because she yeah but maybe um, Bucky would make sense. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Um, two more, and then go into a segment. That is exactly at the point my mind had said let's split it. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense with us do- having done a segment already. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. This one also, I struggled with this one for various reasons. There Peter Quill and Gamora. Yeah. Uh, I can see why you'd struggle with this one. This is a difficult one. Yes. Um, because it takes a bit of time to properly happen. Yeah. It's a classic start of they, they're basically enemies to start with. You know, they don't really get on for the first film or and a bit. Not well, properly. They, no, they, they do, because they do have their, their sort of love interest by the end of the first film. Yeah. They have their there, there's, there's still like a bit of rockiness, though. It's very... Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of more of the character of Gamora is very much a hard character. Yes. Um, and, and also, that is taken it, into account here. The second film happens very closely in time to the first film. Yeah, yeah. Now, one thing that made me go the other way on it, however, is this relationship is strong enough that Peter Quill throws away everyone's fate over it and attacks yeah. Thanos. Yes. And that shows you the level of love that he has for her. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's something that they don't touch on so far. and they, I'm sure they will in the next Guardians. Yeah. They don't in Endgame, having just watched it yesterday. When because he he sees Gamora, but it's not his Gamora. 
it's it's a different one. it's it's alternative Gamora and yeah. obviously she, she needs him and everything and it's it's quite like ah oh. but yeah. yeah he threw everything away out of pure anger yeah and for that reason I've rated them sixth okay because well, he's actually, willing to to end the the universe over it I I'm gonna say something negative but I've rated them higher than you oh wow. I'll tell you, I've rated them fifth. Because oh, okay. I, I actually think they are one of the best couples. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, the reason I toyed with higher, I did toy with lower. And one of the reasons why I toyed with lower was even though I do like Chris Pratt, sometimes I feel like his acting lets Quill down a bit. Okay. I just sometimes feel that he's a bit too cartoony. Yeah. Okay. And that then, when we're dealing with emotions in couples, it, it's always, it's not just him, it's the writing as well. Quill's always a little bit too quick to make the joke yeah. rather than the sentiment. Because yeah. there's a point I mean, where I she's don't... asking him to kill her and he's just making jokes. You yeah. know, and it's a kind of... Uh. I, mean, I don't know the, the comic book version enough either to know how much of that is transferred over. Yeah, or how much that is just writing on the films, but yeah. no, they are they are definitely a key couple. And as I said, he's willing to throw everything away just out of anger. Yes, and that shows something. So you said six, six, yeah. right? So that gives them a joint score of eleven. Okay, that currently puts them in third place. Okay, right. So one more couple before we do a segment. Yeah. Clint and Laura Barton. Okay, cool. I got confused because I was like, that's not next on my list, but that's because they're, I think they're one. Did you say you added them in? I added them later, yes. Yeah. They're like third from the bottom of my written list here. Yes, no, no. And I was like, what's happening? Yeah. (laughs) What I'm actually going to do then is I'm actually going to move them physically up my list because that will confuse me otherwise. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, Clint and Laura. Now she makes her first appearance in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, and actually, she only appears. Has she made what? Twice has she appeared? She appears in Age of Ultron and Endgame. Did we see her? Oh, we do at the uh, at the funeral. Yeah, and on the phone and stuff. Yeah. Oh, and at the start of the film. She oh, opened. of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, I actually. It's odd because Hawkeye is hardly one of my favourite characters. I agree. Um, And they appear as a couple very little. But I think it's very meaningful that they're there. Oh, massively. Um, A lot of people seem to really not like the farmyard stuff in Age of Ultron. They say that it slows the film down. I really like it. I disagree. Yeah, it, it doesn't slow it down. It gives it what it needs because it shows... The feeling he has for his for them, the fact that he's kept them a secret, yeah, and he's hidden them because what is the one thing every superhero film tells you is the moment you open yourself up, it's the people close to you that get hurt. Yes, in all the comic books and the cartoons, that's the thing that Spider. How many times does Aunt May in the comic books and get get kidnapped or hospitalized? Yeah, it's always the person close to you. So he's kept his family a secret because he cares that much about them. Yeah, um, and then obviously in Endgame. Why does Hawkeye become Ronan? Because exactly. they've all they've all dusted. Yeah, which again is a link to him and like Peter Quill. It's the anger. Yeah, he, literally the first time you see him 
as almost like the Ronin character is when he's fighting like I think it's like the triad or something. Um, yeah, and um, literally the guy, the guy he's fighting says, "We haven't done anything to you. Why are you doing this?" And and Clint says, "They got Thanos. I'm getting you." And it's like he's doing what he can out of anger. Yeah. yeah. So what what did you rate Clint and Laura? Um, for such a least viewed couple, number three. Oh wow. Well, okay. That's because hard. I think there's such an emotional heart there, and they they've got a family. They've actually, they've been married. They've got a family. They could have actually been higher had we seen their history. Okay. Yeah. What have you got? Right, well, very important to note, they are married before the films start. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, married we don't when see the films the end. Yeah. They're married before, they're married at the end. There's no breakup. There's no argument. They're just split up. Yeah. The only thing that stops their relationship properly is the blip. Yes. I've rated them first. Nice. I can, and I, I, I know there I will be people we, who listen, and I know there's people of our friend group who will argue this, yeah. who will be hardcore Steve and Peggy fans. <laughs> but I think the fact is, this is the only relationship, apart from Steve and Peggy, but they had a whole, like, 50 years where they couldn't argue. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're the top couple for me, because they are married before this starts. They've got loads of kids. They've got a farm. There's no issues in there. This feels like the proper forever couple. Yeah, I agree. Uh, together, we've given it four points, which actually puts them in the lead. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that puts them in the lead. Yeah. Uh, I can say now they're going to be in the Twitter poll. They are in the, they're going to be in the Twitter poll. That's fair. Uh, uh, right. This is actually now cast doubts on Tony and Pepper. And, <laughs> no, no, they're probably. It'll the fact be, is, yeah. neither of those two couples start off together. They have, yeah. like, I know there has to be story before a couple always. Every couple has to have time before they're a couple. And like Clint and Laura do, but for us, they didn't. It'll be interesting because we have got a Hawkeye series coming. And yeah. we, we know that his family's in it. True. We know that he goes deaf in it. Uh-huh. Or you may have not known that. I don't know. He goes definite. I know stuff, uh, I don't know and he well, in theory, will be handing over the baton of Hawkeye to Kate Bishop. Uh it'll I don't know if Laura Button's in it, but I'll be it'll be a shame if she's not in it. Yeah, I agree. It'll be a chance to get a bit more of them. Because I'd like to see a bit yeah. more of them. No, yeah. I fully agree. I fully agree. Now, shall we slice this down nine and a half here and yeah. do one of our segmentes? Segmentes. Do you, do you fancy something exclusive? Oh, I love a bit of exclusivity. Yeah, exclusive badger. A badger, badger, badger. Badger. What is that exclusivity to bear? Oh, you see, we've got this thing. It's it's a patron. And if people pay like a minimum of £1.20, I mean, how cheap is that? A That's month, so isn't it? £1.20 a month. Yeah. Yeah, they can uh, get access to this exclusive content that we're about to give them. Yeah. Uh, and also, there's a Discord where they get to chat to us. Yeah. Someone signed up today, didn't they? Indeed. Also, yeah. they'll get the exclusive content. They will. Like, oh. I'm sure everyone would like the exclusive content, but only people who pay do. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, if you've paid in a minute, you're going to hear a countdown, and then you'll hear more stuff. But if you haven't, you'll hear a countdown, and then us talking about some random stuff that you don't understand. Yeah. Oh, so we're going to go to our exclusive segment in three, two, 
one. Ooh. Welcome back, you public rabble. You know what? You lot will never know what that badger gets up to if you don't pay. He brought a Swiss Stanley knife this time, and I wasn't ready for it. I don't think anyone was. I mean, when I had that can of beans, and he was like, I have a knife, I've got a can opener here. I was like, well, Badger, you've outdone yourself this week. You could fly <laughs> last week, and this has impressed me more. <laughs> I'm more impressed with the flag, to be fair. <laughs> but that was the exclusive segment for the people, the people who paid the monies. Yeah. To become a patron of the Manic Podcast, and we would love you to, and we are so grateful for the people who have. Obviously, there is actually, there is no pressure or expectation for you to do so. But if you can, the link is down below in our link tree for our Patreon. And it does range from £1.20 a month up to some higher level tiers. And obviously, the higher you pay, there are exclusive things you get at the higher levels that the lowers don't. But for the £1.20, you do get access to the Discord. And I think that's brilliant. Yeah. So the link's down below in the link tree. Shall we carry on with our romantic MCU segment? Yes. Okay. Who's continuing next? And this one's quite very relevant at the moment. Because it is Wanda and Vision. Move them further up in my list. Okay. Do-do-do-do. Yes, because obviously, if you do have Disney+, Plus, you might be watching WandaVision. Fact. Yes. Now, technically, if you want to be really technical, uh, Vision was one of the first characters we met, but the voice of Jarvis. Yeah, doesn't count. It's not like he's remembering no, the no. days. <laughs> Although he does. He does not remember being Jarvis. Does he? Yes, because he meant... Oh, he... Yeah, no, because he has got Jarvis in him. True. He's, he's part Jarvis. He's part Android thing. He, he's part of everything. You know, yeah. he's got a lot going on. Um, he's more, way more, but he's Vision. Yeah. And... Um, Obviously, Wanda is Wanda Maximoff. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Now, they first met, properly met, uh, in um, Age of Ultron. Now, there isn't really much romance in that film because she starts off as a villain for a start. Yeah. And they're a bit dubious about him. Uh, He only wins everyone over because he can lift a hammer. Let's be honest. That is true. He (laughs) proves his worthiness. Yes. There is a slight bit where he goes out of his way to save her. Yeah. Uh, Now blossomed. (laughs) Well, actually, that is their first proper meeting. So I do get annoyed with people who then, when we have... um, Did he imprint on her? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. My whole (laughs) argument's about to fall apart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In Civil War... People are like, well, where did that come from? And it's like, do you have to be force-fed every little drop of everything? That's the thing. You know, it's like, things can happen off-screen, and then you just be updated. Yeah. Time moves on, you know? They've yeah. been, they're but... in a unit, they're working together. Of course they could start a relationship. Why, well, why wouldn't why they? Wouldn't... Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And, and uh, they're both pretty people. He's a pretty cyborg man flying. Pretty cyborg man thing. And she's a pretty scary... <laughs> of the mind. <laughs> yes. Um, they have quite nice interactions in Civil War. There's a lot of stuff going on in Civil War, and they do end up on opposite sides of the argument. Yeah, I mean, I, we don't really see their relationship in full bloom until Infinity War, really, like properly in the thralls of love. Well, actually, they're even though they're again on opposite sides. Yeah. Um, they're meeting up secretly. He's now started making himself look human. Yeah. He's now actually getting to just be Paul Bettany. <laughs> well, actually, I made a joke at the time because the first set 
photos we ever like saw was them you know they're like in a cafe or somewhere they're they're, so, they're somewhere in a room through a window yeah. right uh and it's them kissing and they're like Vaguely, so right? we, but we're, we're now going to you know we're they're clearly wonder and uh vision are having a relationship at this point and i at the time went what if they're not? What if we've just caught Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen having an affair? <laughs> <laughs> wow, can you imagine? Yeah. Everyone's like, wow, that, it's so much worse than we thought. The thing in. <laughs> Going, we've oh, got we'll to cover... Can you imagine if this whole thing has spawned from the fact that they've begged the writers to cover up their affair? Yeah. It's like, well, now you get your own series. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, for me personally, WandaVision has dealt heavily towards my decision. Yeah, well, it's fair because we're, what, four episodes in? Yeah. Now it needs to, it needs to be pointed out at the end of Infinity War, Vision dies. Yeah, he's not in Endgame. No, uh, at or all. Or Spider Man Far From Home, but that's not relevant. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for adding that. But I thought, like, he, we mentioned one film he's yeah. not in. He's also not in the Flintstone sequel. No, he, he's not. <laughs> it uh, wouldn't be proved though if he was. <laughs> yeah. Although I tell you what, if he turned up in the Matrix, I'd love it. I'd, anyway, I'd accept it. Yeah. Uh, but here we are, four episodes in. There has been a slight hint to him not being alive, but he's very much alive and they're having kids. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's true. He's obviously, there's some sort of fake reality of some description going on. It's very much at this point feeling, it's, it's not spoilers, we've already mentioned the fact we kind of see him deadish, um, yeah. but it's very spoiler territory. It's also like speculation territory, very much looking like she created this world to cope with it. Yes, there is that. And I think it was one of the freakiest moments that we've had where for a moment he he's walking and talking with his dead face. Almost like a zombie-ish in his yes, face. Yes, that yeah. was kind of like, whoa. Um, and I will say that has lent heavily towards my scoring because basically she's almost got Dark Willow. Yes. Buffy reference for you there. Like if you watch Endgame, the moment she first kind of comes face to face with Thanos, she does go proper Dark Willow. Like, you've taken everything from me. That's a direct yeah. quote. That's uh, right. Because we haven't mentioned TikTok today. So I'm going to mention TikTok today. Yeah. And say, uh, there's, I saw a TikTok today, actually. And it was of Big Kev, Kevin Feige. Big Papa Kev. Be, being asked uh, by an audience member at like a QA who. By by current time, do you think is the most powerful uh, character in the MCU? And and there's a whole discussion that it's going to be Captain Marvel. But Big Kev basically says, well, if you pay attention, there's a point before a lot of stuff happens. Wanda is going to kill Thanos. Oh, I've seen so many articles saying Wanda could have yes. defeated him on his own if it wasn't for the fact she was overcome with yes. like anger and stuff and didn't have control. She was yes. like, it's that thing of you should never do something while angry because you, you do things you don't mean. It's yeah. you lose control. Quill yes. lost lost his temper and punched him. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I'll, shall I give you my scoring for these couple? If you want to. I've put them fifth. Okay. Because, as I said, she goes full on Dark Willow. And if we're right, she has basically created an entire world and town and reality to deal with his death. Well, one thing to note there is he can't be long with us. If if One Division is a limited one-off series, depends. Because <laughs> if these kids exist outside of it as well, which I'm feeling they might, they might do. Yeah. What if she's doing this has brought him back somehow? Yeah. If she can warp reality, because that is basically what she can do. Um, totally off of because this is not canon because it hasn't happened. Did you hear Paul Bettany talking about the fact that they actually? There was meant to be a post-credit sequence 
of Vision alive, but they they've not put it in purposely. Yeah. Not put it in, I, so. I mean, I've also seen loads of articles about the fact that the original design of Vision. They yeah. they pushed the fact that they wanted him to have a penis. Well, that and was he said it would have become prevalent to what now the fact that they haven't yeah. they're, they're having babies. Uh, the thing is that so it was just Whedon who yeah. wanted that. He pushed, yeah. and everyone's like, "Are you sure?" And he asked for designs, and then the the design the design stood up, and he went, "Yeah, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> Take them away." <laughs> <laughs> They've got for the Kendall look, which works yeah. better. Right. Okay. Well, I can tell you, I went one better than you, oh. and put them fourth. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so that puts them on nine points, which actually pushes out Quill and Gamora. Fair. I, I get that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Next couple. Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne. Yeah. Right. So we've seen them together in three films now. Uh, yeah. the, the two Ant-Man films and Endgame. Yeah. Only briefly in Endgame, but they are there. Um, thoughts? Right, well, <clears throat> without revealing the number, yeah, they have basically beaten a certain couple yet to be mentioned in positions, solely on the fact that I remember that these two were a couple. Um, okay. So, obviously, Scott and Hope, yeah, they're not together in the first film, very much. Hope doesn't she doesn't like even him. like him. She, yeah, she and doesn't. pretty much for some of the sequel as well. To start with, it sounds like she doesn't like him. She, they, she, she blames him for everything that's happened, and yeah. Um, but actually, once they get together, it's very, without her being a villain, it's very Gamora and Quill kind of feels. You can tell he's got a lot of love for her. Because yeah. when, when he comes back, he's asking for her. The first yeah. thing he's saying when he appears in the the, the lockup with the van is he's calling for hope. Yeah. Um, and obviously, when he gets out, he goes looking for his daughter. That's logical. Yeah. But he, she is the other thing on his mind. Yeah. Um, I've written, it's a nice relationship, but it doesn't really ever feel like proper to me. But... I can see the proper relationship blooming there and yeah. I can see it's only going to get more. Yes. Um, and for that reason, I have rated it eighth. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not far apart actually from that. Um, I agree with everything you've said. Uh, I have trouble and this might be because I rate the Ant-Man films quite low in the MCU. Um, I don't feel like they have as strong a connection, but I think there's room for there to be that. Uh, and I think we'll see it in the next film. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, so I've given them one under you, and I've given them ninth place. Okay, well, I will say that without saying who it is, the people who I've put in ninth place, yeah. the only reason I've done that is because I initially forgot that that's what they were, there was a, a love thing there. So okay. actually, rightfully, these probably should be ninth for me. But yeah, okay. they've beaten them on positioning because of my memory. <laughs> well... We've given them between us 17 points, which puts them above Thor and Jane Foster. That's fine for me. I can yeah. see more logic to their love than... Because actually, the way they fell in love, I get. For me, I actually don't understand how Thor and Jane fell in love. Fair enough. Because actually, enough. he just crashes to Earth and she finds him. Yeah. It, it doesn't make... It almost feels like if he'd met a different woman, would he have fallen in love with her, them instead? Yeah. Do remember, at the end of Dark World... He comes back to Earth and they do live together for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to add a quick couple that I bet you can't even remember exist. Probably. Yeah. Just to give a note, because there is a married couple. I presume they're married. And actually, he's a sort of a bad guy initially. Maggie Lang and Paxton. Oh, um, Scott's ex-wife. Yes. Just because... Although there is a part of it in the very first film, they do give up on the 
evil stepdad aspect. They do, but that's because I think at the end of the first one, he basically saves everyone, doesn't he, and proves his worth. It, yeah, but the thing is, there is that that aspect of they could have always had the antagonism, antagonism. Yeah, but actually, by the second film, they're all basically. I imagine we'll see more of them. To be honest, I think we'll see more of them in future films. Well, I don't know now. Oh, actually, no, not now. The daughter's grown up. Yeah, that, they might not be relevant anymore. That's true. I for uh, for a moment I forgot we'd had a time jump. Yes, um, and I I'd think like to. Th- I'd like to know if they blipped or not, though. Well, that's. It. I don't think. I would imagine they did blip, but I don't know. Actually, can we just go backwards? Just something which actually isn't to do with the the rundown that we're doing. Okay. In one division. Yeah. Did you notice that they've contradicted? They they've got a continuity error. What's that? Right. So we have seen people return from the snap two different ways now because in far from home spider-man far from home they all blip back they literally pop back they appear i don't remember seeing it you just watched far from home you just watched it tell me when uh they show like they show a band just appearing they deal with the fact that some of the kids grew up five years and some of the kids didn't oh i don't i generally don't remember that scene haven't watched today literally because you see them all you see them all dust out you see them all. I don't. Back. I don't remember seeing a pop back in. To be honest with you, but in Spider Man, yeah, and I, said, no, I don't. In Wonder Vision, they dust back they together. Dust back in, Amazing. yeah, which I do like. I like the effect of it. Very yeah. good, but it I does go against how Spider Man. I don't remember them blipping back in. To be honest, yeah, they because they call it like a pop or something. They're, they're or the blip, pop, yeah, 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 there's something like that. But yeah, so I don't know. I think that we might have seen the last of Maggie and Paxton. And that's fine. If they're not particularly a couple I need to see more of. But I just thought I'd point out that they are a couple in the MCU where even though he was on at Scott's case, they're all good guys, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Um, what's my thing? Oh, there it is. Oh, I don't um, know. Very personal question. Couldn't I? Did, I, did I tell you my number for them? I did. We've done them. We've done that, haven't we? We, we well, we didn't do Maggie and Paxton. We're not right. No, no, we're no, on no. to the next couple. We'll yes. go on to the next couple, shall we? Right. I bet this is the couple you forgot existed. No. Oh, is it not? Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Unless the order's wrong here, actually. It, it possibly is. I don't know. So Stephen Strange. Okay, no, that's fine. And Christine Palmer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I remembered them. They were actually the first person I scored. Oh, are they? Okay, interesting. Um, well, do, what do you, well, if they are, what's your comment then? Um, I'm going to tell you my number straight away and then explain right. it. I put them last place, 13th. Okay, go for it. Because they're divorced before the film starts. Fair Simple as. I've literally written... Were they the married? Film. Yeah, they were... They were, they were from, from what I've... Oh, I thought they just dated. Actually, I didn't know they were married. Actually, if they weren't ever married, I'm giving them 14 out of 13. Because <laughs> not only were they not married, they didn't survive and laugh until the film started. Um, I they were never have... together, and there was not even really any sense that there's ever a future for them from the films onwards. Right. Well, all I know is she is in the next film. The problem is, I'm not counting anything, any any of that kind of knowledge just, in this, obviously. There's, longe- there's longevity there. Yeah. But from what we've seen, she's only appeared in the one film. Yeah. And he spends a lot of that film not being nice to her. Yeah. I can see why they shouldn't be together. Yeah. Uh, but I say, be... the reason I, the, for me, the reason I've put them last is because they weren't together when the film started. The relationship can't have been that good. Yeah. 
Um, I'm actually not a massive fan of Rachel McAdams. I like her marginally more than Natalie Portman. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, but, right, so my score is 12th. Okay, yeah. So We haven't had your 13th place yet, have we? No, not yet. Um, so that gives them a massive, massive score of 25, which does put them... At the moment, at bottom the of the bottom of the pack. That's fair. I said my, my main thing. I cast them first because I went right. The the ones that are going to be at the top of the run are going to be big couples, long long lasting couples. Yeah. So the other one has to be the direct opposite of um of what is the next step up we can we can see from never having a relationship. Yeah. Split before the film starts. <laughs> if there's yeah. an outright split that has not rectified itself on screen, or even been suggested properly, yeah, then it has to be last place for me. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, pretty much. I mean, as I said, there's one couple lower. Okay. Um, but next couple, fourteenth one that we're talking about, Peter Parker, and the MCU version of MJ. Yeah. So it's not Mary Jane Watson. No. Her name's Michelle. So Michelle Jones, I think, is that her name? Michelle Jones, I'm and she's sure. being called MJ. So they've made her the MJ. They've they've, they've like shoehorned it in there, haven't they? Yes. What do you think of this couple? Okay. Um, the thing is, when you hear MJ, you kind of think iconic, but it's not the character. No. Um, the thing is, even though it's not the character, the fact that she's got the initials, you're pretty much told they're going to get together. That, saying this is our MJ character, you go, yeah. right, we know you're in game here. Literally. Um, <laughs> and I will say, I have rated them seventh. Okay. Um, which puts them just above Scott and Hope. Because Scott and Hope outright dislike each other from the beginning. Yeah. And they, they earn their love. But Peter and MJ, it's like they get on fine. They're friends. They're both kind of part of that social outcast kind of group. Um, and I've put, they only get together right, really at the end of the latest film. Having watched that this evening. Yeah. <laughs> actually, once they're together, the, the, the way I've rated their love here is MJ, the character, she's this kind of like hard exterior snarky kind of gothy teen you know what i mean but yeah. actually as soon as she admits she's got feelings she turns into a, a quivering child yeah she starts she, kind of going she, giggly kind of goofy, kind of she's goofy pulling her hair yeah, so, yeah she, she becomes a proper love struck teen and he's been infatuated with her from the beginning okay pretty much um ish but you know there is there's always been something there that ned's been pushing her to tell her basically okay. um, and that's why i've put seven i wouldn't surprise me if you put them last no, I haven't done that. I'll put them sixth. Oh, wow. One above me. Because I think they actually work quite well together. Yeah. They are quite cute. Yeah. That's because individually they're quite cute. <laughs> That's know? true. That's true. Uh, and together, and I do think it works. The character actually annoys me because I would rather have, like, like Gwen Stacy's meant to be, like, the first one, and they haven't gone down the Gwen Stacy route. Yeah. And I kind of wish that they had and all this kind of stuff. I've been saying when we've been doing our recastings, I'd like uh, Kin and Shipka to play Gwen Stacy for Tom Holland's. I can see it. But I don't think they're going to do that now. I unless think they do like a college thing. Unless well, you do, we move into college and MJ fizzles out. Maybe, but they kind of gone the wrong way with it mm. from that point of view. But like we had the Tobey Maguire films, which did MJ and kind of brought in Gwen Stacy in the third film for you yeah. know. But then. Actually, the Amazing Spider-Man did it the right way <laughs> and yeah. had Gwen Stacy die. Yeah. Uh, and they actually cut out Shailene Woodley 
as Mary Jane Watson. She'd film scenes for it. Mm. And they cut her out. And they were going to save her for the third film. That never happened. Yeah. But now it's very weird that the rumours for the next Spider-Man film have, like, all of them. Like, we're going to have Mary Jane Watson, as in um, the, the original MJ. Yeah. And potentially the original Gwen Stacy. All it's mixed confusing, up. and I'm going to have to rewatch all the films. Yeah, um, but yes. So I actually, I think it works. I'm actually interested to see how it all works in the next film. Uh, yeah. Do you want a quick? Do you want a quick spoiler rumor? Go for it. Because uh, that's what I like to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because they're now filming the third Spider-Man. Yeah. We are now seeing set footage, and it looks like. Um, Peter Parker is on his way to ask her out, but he's really nervous. She's like working in a shop. Hmm. But part of that rumor is in the comics, remembering how Far From Home ended. Yeah. In the comics, uh, Peter Parker gets Doctor Strange, who we know is in the film, to wipe everyone's memory so no one remembers MJ. Yeah. So she won't know that he's Spider Man. Yeah, their love is kind of built on that, isn't it? Yeah. So it will be kind of it'll be interesting because interesting, very interesting. We're gonna get a potentially a new start of a love interest story. Clever way of making it possible as well, having just given him a love proper love interest now. Yeah. Almost like reset button. Now, our scores combined does give them thirteen points, which is high. It's just under Quill and Gamora. Yeah. They are my next down on my my, they, they they got the six, which is under the seven for Peter. Right, now we've got four more couples. I put up five fingers, but four couples. <laughs> um, the next two are not in our rated couples. Yeah. The first one, it, it contradicts a bit that you, you said earlier of Peter only being interested in MJ. In Homecoming, the whole film, he was interested in Liz. She yeah. was, um, obviously, she turned out to be the daughter of the Vulture. Yeah. But actually, in the comics, that is accurate. She was one of his first girlfriends. Cool. So it actually does make sense that they went I'd down that road. she existed. Yeah. But that, um, is, that makes sense because, to be honest, she's forgettable. Well, this kind of... I was going to say, what did you think of them as a couple in that film? Obviously, it didn't go anywhere, no. but they did go out. She she chose him as her prom date. Yeah. The problem is that they are, I, for me, they're forgettable. Completely. That is the thing. And then, because also the vulture didn't come back yet, Yeah. she also didn't come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't really rate them. Now, there's two other couples you could choose from from this universe to go from, and I'm wondering which one you're going for. One of them is is a throwaway holiday romance, and the other is is his aunt unhappy. It's May and Happy. Okay, I didn't think he'd go for Ned and his, and the weird black girl. Although they are a fun part of the film, they are. Yeah, they are. They're quite good. Especially but they, but they, they, they've already they, broken up by the end as well. Actually, but they basically they they start and end their relationship in the film, and it's cute. But yeah. no. Um, Happy in May. I don't know. The problem is, we actually don't see enough of them an actual relationship. We just see the flirting and the kind of the secrets. Yeah. Now I will say I like both characters, and I kind of like the fact that they're seeing each other because it kind of makes sense to be honest. To be honest, it's an element you don't always see. Mm. It's like the background characters randomly dating. Uh, now I have not seen anything to say that John Favreau's in the next film. No. So we might not get an update, or if it is an update, it might off screen. It could be off screen. It could be. They decided to keep it social, like respectable for, for yeah, people. and all that kind of stuff. Um, or... It would be a shame actually because it is some of the fun moments of the latest film. What if Happy doesn't know that he's Spider Man? 
How would that work? No, because he's got to have some form of link with Stark Industries. Not maybe he doesn't. Not after if if Doctor Strange comes in and does the mind wipe. Mm-hmm. What if literally he's got all the suit and everything? He remembers. How fun it would be if it what he did, his, his time up isn't it's just a time twist and he just reverses time because I've always thought of this of like in like Doctor Strange he reverses time repeatedly for Dormammu yeah yeah physically why doesn't he just do that all the time for every problem just reverse it and keep redoing yes, it yes you don't know it depends at what time you because think of if it was an old problem think mm. of what you could undo by fixing okay. that new problems. Thanos literally Thanos throws a punch now just rewind that skip that punch it's not very good for cinema but yeah, like no, but realistically if you can rewind time at will he can he hasn't had a future yet you're not destroying a future he wouldn't have done it for the Thanos thing because he'd looked into the future all the different futures to see what worked and I think you're saying you looked into all the futures numbers are never ending add one more number to it and and change the change. I don't but know, at, at the same time, he he'd seen a lot, and he'd only found one that worked. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's one of those things that I, if, as soon as you have free control over time travel, my mind goes, why don't you just do it for everything? Yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah. What if, and what if he does it just enough to stop Tony dying, bring Tony back? Yeah, but he, well, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, sorry. Is it a fixed point in time? No, it's not Doctor Who. <laughs> no, we believe in 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 branch realities. Yeah, that's how this works. Um, right. Okay, so, yeah, but I, I put May and Happy in because that's fair. I, I like it. I like yeah. the fact that it's going on, and I like the fact that Peter doesn't. It's that kind of weird thing of oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, right. So we've got two more couples, and they're both in the ratings. Okay. Right. So number seventeen. It's it's an awkward one. T'Challa and Nakia. Okay, now I'm going to come out right and say this. This is the couple I forgot happened. I realised that would be the case. I, I, for, I had to Google who Nakia was. Yeah. Visually, yeah. I keep thinking Nakia is the one who's actually his sister. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, I'm like, well, surely she's big and important. No, she's not. She's not. Um, um, I forgot that he had a proper love interest, like, partner. Um, yeah. And... That's why they've got ninth place and just missed out on eighth place by Scott and Hope. If uh, I'd remembered they're a proper couple, just for the fact that there's a royal element, I'd probably have put them eighth. Okay. But no, they're ninth place because I, I literally, the phrase I've written is I forgot they existed. Okay. Uh, well, I, I didn't forget that they no. existed, obviously. Um, but I have put them. Hang on, I'm just doing the maths. Uh, <laughs> I'll just uh, crunch in the numbers. Yeah, man. Uh, right. They've got 22 points because I put them last. Oh, wow. The reason why I put them last is there is nothing really in the Black Panther film. To say they're a couple. Not really, except they mention it. They like Bobble. each other. What? I forgot they existed. Well, possibly, but also we have to... Chadwick Boseman has died. Yeah. T'Challa's not going to be a thing anymore. So that couple isn't going to be a thing what anymore. Because they've said they're not just going to recast him. What if they never, in the film, they don't reference that anything's happened to the character. He's just off screen all the time now. Yeah, the whole time. Oh, he's he's out back. The electric's tripped. He's gone to flip the switches. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? They just get around it by just never having him on screen. He becomes, (laughs) if you ever watch EastEnders, he becomes Fat Elvis, the guy who you always always mentioned, but you never see. (laughs) Uh, For me, I just went, they've got no future now, realistically. Um, Um, So I put them last. 
That makes sense completely. Yeah. yeah. Um, not a lot you can say about her, really, because I, I said I couldn't even remember who she was. Which, considering I remember most of the characters at least visually. When yes. you say, I can't always tell you their name before you tell me their name. But once you do that, I can normally remember what they look like. Yeah. Even after I googled, I was like, "Oh yeah, you were in this." She gets third billing in that film. But, you know, it's that kind of thing. And I'm sure she'll be in Black Panther too. Oh, yeah, of course. But she hasn't... It's kind of awkward because... Uh, I can't think of the name. Wakanda featured a lot in the two last two Avenger films. Yeah, it's and a shame. she wasn't anywhere that... The character of T'Challa didn't just die before. Do you know what I mean? Because the problem is, like, you can't start the next film with a funeral for the character. Yeah. I'd be like, he died off screen. Well, the thing is that it's been said... Because Chadwick Boseman was a fighter, he intended to do the sequel. Yeah, so they've left him open. Yeah, because they they thought he would. You know, is that they could do that thing of you know how every time someone went to Captain Marvel, why weren't you here? She went. There are other places that have issues. Yeah. What if they do that? Because you know how we've had that twist of Nick Fury's actually been in space for a lot for a while. What if they're like T'Challa's gone somewhere else to help? He's taken vibranium to someone who needs it. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Um, right, I believe. Am I right? I think we've got one couple left. Just the one couple left. Yeah. You want to do it? No, I'll let you do it. No, I, as in, I meant, I didn't know if you were going to spring the last uh, segment on or if you just want to do the couple. Shall we finish this whole thing? Do you want to make, no, let's just finish it. <laughs> yeah, let's finish it. Cool. Uh, that, that was the correct answer. I'm glad we went there. Oh, yeah, uh, no. Right. I'd, separate this. I'd have done it earlier otherwise. Especially <laughs> this particular couple. Uh, is Dr. Hank Pym Mm -hmm. and Janet Van Dyne. Yeah. Now, had this bit, right, in the comics, these are the characters who you'd expect in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, Now, we have, we only glimpsed Janet in the first film, and and it wasn't played by Michelle Pfeiffer at the time. Yeah. But now we've got the couple properly, uh, and they do both feature... At the end, they both go to the funeral of Tony Stark in yes, Endgame. They're big characters. Yeah, they're big characters, and they will be big going forward. They're going to be a big part of the of the next yeah. Ant Man film. Uh, now, obviously, she was lost in the, what do you call it? I can't think what they call it. Ah, uh, uh, it's not the subatomic world, is it? It could be. I want to say the quantum realm, but it's probably quantum realm. Quantum realm. Yeah. yeah. Um, she gets lost, so actually, he thinks he should like possibly dead. Yeah, but. It hasn't worked like that. And a lot of the second film is them going in to get her. Get her back. Uh, So there is actually quite a big love story there. They're married. Even all the years, he pined after her the whole time. He never remarried. You know, everything. It's been a big bone of contention between him and his daughter, Hope, who we've already rated on this list. Yeah. Um, So what are your feelings? I've put them second place. Have you really? I've put, because I've put a love across universes. Okay. Because, as you said, they are, they, they were married and had kids way before this film even started. And the only reason they were not visually together is the fact she got lost in the quantum realm. Yes. And I'm pretty confident that if she hadn't, she they'd have still been together. I, I agree with that. And literally, um, as soon as she's back out, it's not like she went, you know, what's, it, he, it's not like he went, I got over you while you were in there, or she went, no, I got over you as well, I changed. She was like, they were just as in love as before. Yeah. Yeah, well, I actually rated them pretty high. Not nowhere near as high as you. Mm. Uh, because we 
we've seen glimpses of them, but they're not a main thrust. No, I agree. Uh, we haven't seen all that time, and they were separated for many years. And for all we know, they could have been divorced. But yeah, yeah. But then they're not. But I did put them eighth. Eighth. Which now, means together they get ten points. Oh no! What I will say is, their position in my list has ch- has changed from what it originally was. Because okay. when you gave me the list of names and with the final additions, I instantly put Strange and Christine in thirteenth place. Yeah. I also instantly put Hank and Jan- Janet in first place because I was like, they're an older couple. They've been together for years. The only thing keeping them apart was the quantum realm. And I was like, they deserve first place. And I put um, Barton and um, his wife in second place. And they went, no, because they've had nothing holding them apart except for the blip. Yeah. So I swapped them around. Yeah. Right. So. For this episode, and these are the four couples who will be going on the Twitter poll for all of our listeners to decide who is the best couple. We've decided in fourth place, Wanda and Vision are the fourth place couple. In joint second place, we have Tony Stark and Pepper Potts Uh alongside Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter. But our top top couple for this valentine's episode is clint and laura barton it's the Our little old guys one yes is someone who's not really been on the screen that much relationship wise no no but it makes sense it makes yeah. sense how do you think the people are going to vote because i reckon it won't be i reckon it'll either be tony and pepper or steve and peggy yeah it's hard one, unless it? unless because wonder and Vision are very current on screen at the moment, unless they they just kind of get the attention. Well, that's the problem. Is because they're on screen at the moment. It might be like, oh, his back, so let them love. I don't know. <laughs> I think it'd be very easy to fall into the trap of it being Cap and Peggy. Yes, because they are because that... they are like the cliche, like oh, love across time. He went back for her, but realistically, if time travel hadn't appeared, he never would have had that opportunity. And realistically, he would have moved on. Yeah, to Sharon. Yeah. Um, but you know, if say it was not if Tony hadn't died out, died off, he'd have still been with Pepper. He had a family. They might have had more kids. Yeah, true. And who knows? Clint and Laura might still have more kids. Maybe she'll get pregnant in the Hawkeye series. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe he'll grow his full set of hair back. Who knows? Who knows? Um, sure, I don't think the short back and sides really work for him personally. It worked for Ronan. Yeah. Although when he uh, woke up in the the water with the soul stone, the wet hair did not suit him. That style did not look good wet. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So I mean, that's a. I think that's a pretty good top group. Are you surprised by our scorings? The only one that surprised me, I didn't know if you'd agree with the Clinton Laura as much as you did. Yeah. Um, I right. thought you might kind of fall into the big players trap. I thought. I thought somehow. Somehow your your Thor and Jane might outweigh my my terrible scoring of them. Uh, well, no, it couldn't. No, I'm not surprised because I actually think they're all pretty worthy of the positioning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I do think it's going to be like is it, again, it's Iron Man versus Captain America. I think those are going to be one of the two winners. Yeah, from the Twitter, we we've gone with Clint and Laura, and I'm happy with that. I, um, yeah. Uh, and I am enjoying Wonder and Vision at the moment. So yeah, no, I am as well. To be honest, I think that it's a it's a good combination. It would be nice to it would be nice to see them 
whether or not we get that opportunity to see them outside of a created world of just them as a couple now. But obviously, it'll be, yeah. it, it'll be interesting because obviously, realistically, chances are that's going to fade away. Well, the theory, and it is only a theory, it's not a spoiler, uh, is that actually the reality is going to fade away and she will be, she'll crack and she'll become the big bad for Doctor Strange. Well, she becomes proper Dark Willow. Yeah, I think she will. It makes because sense. She's she's kept a lid on it. Yeah. By she, making she, this, the problem is this world is her bottling it up. Yes. And the problem is it's filling and so many things are coming in and pushing at the lid and it's eventually going to pop. How she, when uh, Geraldine, who we now officially know is Monica Rambo, yeah. uh, mentioned Ultron and snapped that reality, look what she happened. It. Yeah. yeah. Did not like and reversed it. And you can see actually already Vision is worried. Vision is going. What is well, this? Well, the problem is Vision. Sure, like she's a she is a living person herself. Yeah. She's got a full working mind. She's just basically locked herself in this fantasy. Yeah, he's not a real person. He's a memory. Yeah, he really. has to be built from her memory of him. So the only reason he has any knowledge of anything now would be her mind giving it to him. But he can't give any new information after yeah. his death. Surely. I don't know, because he's an android, and it's all a bit weird. There's a lot of stuff going on with Vision. So they yeah. could get around it. Obviously, uh, yeah. I'm assuming at this point we don't know if they're going to... I'm assuming this is a one-series thing. I would imagine so. I can't see how... Even if they break it, it's no longer one division. Because the whole point is it, it's, it's gimmick is it's the TV element of it. Well, I... Everything's been out of shot because of COVID throwing certain things back. Because we... One division shouldn't have been the first series we had. No. Falcon and Winter Soldier should have been. Yeah. Um, but now this co- there's a contradiction because I've heard that there's it's like a trilogy of things, but I know there's a fourth element, so I don't know. But One Division, Spider Man Three, and Doctor Strange Two are basically a trilogy of this alternative reality sort of mm. uh, multiverse idea. But I do know that the Loki series also feeds into it. Yeah, I I know that One Division and the Loki series both feed into Doctor Strange too, mm. but I we obviously we're we're further away from the Loki series. We don't know how. In any we way. are, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So shall we close off this episode by doing our last and favourite segment? I love this segment. I know you do. Casting oh, couch. couch. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. What is casting couch? Right. Every episode we. Do our casting for the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, where we we can't feature anyone who was already in Lord of the Rings, but if someone made Lord of the Rings today, uh, as in literally remade those films, mm-hmm. who would we cast now? Yeah. Uh, in season two, we cast the X-Men coming over to the MCU. Uh, so we didn't cast anyone in the MCU. But obviously we have a bit more freedom. We can really, we don't have anything. The rule is they can't have already been cast. That's that's just it. Um, right. And because it is uh, our Valentine's episode, uh, I purposely chose Arwen. Is that yeah. how you say your name? Is that how you say it? That's, that's how I'd say yes, it, yeah. Arwen. Because uh, she is a major love interest for Aragorn. Um, so, uh, previously, Played by actually someone we discussed today, Liv Tyler. Mm. Right. So uh, normally, what happens is, well, we both bring two names to the table, and then we put it out on a poll on Twitter, and you guys get to choose out of our options or put forward your own. Yeah. 
So, what's your first option for Arwen? My first option for Arwen. Now, my thought process with this character was I think of Arwen as quite a cold-faced character. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan personally. Of Arwen. No, I'm not a fan of Arwen, and I, that might reflect on my casting. Oh, because um, I feel that about Gladriel, who we've already cast. Oh, yeah, yeah, massively. Yeah. I get more of an evil vibe from her. <laughs> oh, I'm fair enough. This is fair. more of just like a cold face, but I know that this character isn't cold. No, no. But I've gone for the kind of, like, very serious looking a lot of the time. Okay. And my first actress is Catherine Watterson. Okay. All right. I wouldn't have even thought of you. Um, I can't remember anything else she's been in, but Fantastic Beasts. Oh, she One, was two. in um, Alien Covenant. I know her from that. Apparently. <laughs> oh, and is. apparently Bulbog Empire, which I have seen. I have not seen that. All right. Uh, I actually, I normally pull a face or I go, oh, that's brilliant. Depending on which way. I have no, I have no, I, I have nothing you, for that. I think you'll like her more than my my other choice. That doesn't bode that well. I literally have no opinion on Catherine at all. So, oh okay. yeah, but I think you have an opinion on my other person. So I don't get that cold thing for, uh, from Harwin um, no. because for me she's. Let's be honest. There's only really one female character in the first film, the yeah. Fellowship of the Ring, and it is pretty much Arwen and she is the love interest. Yeah, but she is also an elf. She's an elf. Yeah, so she's a little bit cold. Now I've got my main two, and I don't know which way I'm going to give them. Okay. So whichever. The first name that comes out is my first choice. So it is Natalie Dormer. Oh, you're going for like fit. Yeah, because I think Arwen's meant to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it's just whether you, the whether you like my next option. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm going to go for Natalie Dormer. People seem to like oh, Natalie like Dormer. Yeah, and I, like I can that. see her as an elf. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I've gone different. <laughs> okay. I've got, a bit older remember, as well. I've got a bit the, older as well. The, did you cast them opposite who you expect? Because oh, God, it's... No. Oh, what well, the... I, the I, haven't, I don't cast any of my opposite. I think of the, who I think should play the character. I don't... I haven't thinking of them as a whole cast. I did not for oh. X-Men. I feel like, why carry on the pattern? But in, in the X-Men, you hardly got any of your choices through. I know. <laughs> but somehow I've been doing all right in this but, one. Yes, and because you cast Jamie Dornan. I'm saying you. You put Jamie Dornan. So Jamie Dornan is our Aragon. I can see that against Catherine Watson, my, my main choice. Okay. Maybe not my second choice. Who's your second choice? Then? Sarah Paulson. <laughs> oh, really? I'm not a fan. But again, I went for Cold Faced and I've seen her in a couple of things where her, her accent differs. Oh, I like Sarah Paulson, but oh, wrong for I, this thought role. I thought you didn't like Sarah Paulson. I, I, don't know no, why. I love her. She's one of the best things about American Horror Story. I find her very bland a lot of the time, which is what I find for me when I think of Arwen. Because <laughs> if I could take something out of the films, I'd probably take Arwen out of the first film. Uh-huh. I know she's one of the only female elements, but the problem is I just she's forgettable for me. Okay. All and right. to be honest, I've, I'm not a massive Sarah Paulson fan either, but I think Catherine Watson would be better. Oh. Okay. They both might be a bit too old, though. Well, I mean, I don't know. They do play an elf who are older generally. Yeah. Meant to look younger. Okay. Uh, I get the feeling I might win this, this week. Uh, my second choice is... Well, Anne Hathaway. Oh, okay. Because there's something about Anne Hathaway, who, which, and I think Liv Tyler, a young Liv Tyler and uh, Anne Hathaway, they're not a million miles off from me. No, I can see that. Although I like Anne Hathaway more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So I've gone with Natalie Dormer 
and Anne Hathaway. You've gone with Catherine Waterston. Waterston or Watson? I'm not sure. I assume it's Watson. Um, and Sarah Paulson. Very different options there. Yeah, very different options. Um, obviously, we we have cast Jamie Dornan. I think maybe Catherine Waterstone would work. Um, Sarah Paulson doesn't fit that at all. No, as a, I, I really don't think about the past castings. I, I just look at that character as a, as a singular. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, those are the four options, ladies and gentlemen. And once this podcast is released, I will put that poll on Twitter. You, If you agree with us, choose your favourite option. But you can always put in your option as well. Uh, and if we like your option, we might like your option more than our option. Trust yeah. me. Last last series, when we were casting Wolverine, we wanted you to put forward options. <laughs> we were begging you to put forward options. I like to buy us options for this one, but I'd be happy to see some other ones. Yeah. Um, really, for me, Arwen's the, the lead female in Fellowship... Well, in The Lord of the Rings. It's weird, because I don't think of the films to have any lead female characters. Well, as in, she's not a lead character. Yeah. As in, I don't, for me, for me, watching the films, I don't see any prominent female characters. They all feel like background characters. Basically, there's only three, and I'm spreading them out over this podcast. For for me, they very much feel like scene fillers. It's like, oh, we need, it feels like they've written it and gone, we need some females in this. Okay. Um, Which is interesting, because in The Hobbit, they did do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they actually actively did that. Was it Toriel they added, or was that not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um so yeah so yeah those are the four options and thus concludes casting couch indeed it is and, and to, pretty much the uh i'll say pretty much <laughs> the episode as it is a long one but this is our valentine's day special so it can be a little bit longer for a segment so that's not a problem longer for love longer for love yeah <laughs> love i don't that's not a phrase we should be using it's a little <laughs> bit longer for love <laughs> Now, we have mentioned in the last segment that you'll be able to vote on polls. And the main place you'll be doing that for the public is our Twitter, at The Manic, with two N's. Very Very important. important. And for you more exclusive folk out there, and you're... There will also be special polls that you can go vote for over on our Patreon. Another reason for you to go and subscribe. Subscribe's not the right word. Patronise? No, that's not the word. Don't patronise. Don't patronise us, but do patronise us. Support us. Yes, for your patronisation. <laughs> it's very yeah. unfortunate that patron it feels very close to patronise. Tell you what, we haven't mentioned it, but sometimes what we do with our patrons is we go online and we play things like Among Us, if any of our listeners play Among Us. That's true. And we give you, if you're part of the Discord community, we give the little password and we all play together as a group. Yeah, it's fun. Lots of fun. More reasons to, to sign up. Um, and that is the more exclusive way to keep up to date with what we're doing. But if you don't want to pay, there's no pressure to. You can keep up to date with all the basics on our Twitter page. And we'll the link you that, a little bit, that's all. That's just you a little bit. There's a little bit <laughs> of don't. resentment there. But what is know. Valentine's Day without a little hint of resentment? Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you can get the link to the patron, the Twitter, as well as all our other social medias and interesting places down in the link tree in the description for this episode. Other yeah. than that, I think for the time's sake, Tobias, it's time, much like Valentine's, to say goodbye. Love you. Bye. I love you too. Stay manic. <laughs>